Hi, thanks for tuning in to the Life Unity Cycling Chats podcast with myself, Kofi. This episode, recorded on the 18th of December with Shredder Islam, was a real blast. End of year energy, always inspirational. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks. Hope you're well. Um, thanks for joining me today for the last chat of 2020. Can't believe it. Um, a warm welcome to you all. Uh, can't believe that we're on Friday already, but thank God, is what I'm going to say. Thank God, it's actually Friday. Um, it's been a long old week, a long old week. So TGIF, happy Friday, whatever it is, you name it, we claim it. Um, yeah, reflections on this week, what can I say? It's, 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 I think what I've realised this week is that it's okay not to be okay sometimes, that's fine. Um, and when you shared your troubles... Um, I think it's good to just try and recount the things that you're grateful for and looking forward to as well. That's really helpful. Um, I thought I'd share that with everyone. But thanks, everyone, for joining. Shwena, I see you. Um, thanks very much. Catherine, he- hello. Steph, thank you. Let me just join that now and see if that connects. I see you, Catherine. I see that you're here. I love it. Happy Friday to you. Hey, Shwena. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So we are blessed. Um, okay. I, I, well, it's working. Yeah, it's yeah, working. It's a bit bigger than my iPhone, so... Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Well, cheers to you, lady. Happy Friday. Mm. I actually didn't get myself a drink, but it's fine. We're, we're, you, we're, I've managed to have the technology, man. Not done yeah, this but... You've not done a live before? No. I, th- I know how they work, but I've, I've not been live before. So this is your first one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. How are you feeling about it? Um, A bit awkward that I chose to wear my pyjamas, but... You did say you were going to do that. I thought you were joking. Are you seriously? No, I, I'm literally, I know I literally got out of the shower like 10 minutes ago and I'm putting my pyjamas on. Like, I need to be toasty. It's Friday. I go to bed early on a Friday. Although I have no rides on Saturday, so I'm sad. No, I know, but do you? I'm I'm glad that you're comfortable. That that is awesome. Well, look, this is, believe it or not, chat number twenty four. Um, and I just want to say, if anyone's missed any of them, you can find them on the IGTV section of Rifle Unity. Um, and what I was thinking to do, just give a brief introduction. I think people will know who we are, but I'll do a brief introduction, then I'll hand over to you. And then we just get into it and just vibe and flow and just keep it nice and relaxed, if that's all right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining. I see Alison is in the house. And Maya, welcome. Thank you for all joining us. My name is Kofi, and I'm the founder of Rife Unity. And for anyone that's not heard me speak before and you're here for Shwena, understandable, um, Rife Unity is really about celebrating our unity and our diversity as cyclists. Like, we get it. We know that we come in different sexes, shades sizes and shapes shade um and this is about celebrating all of that good stuff so by hearing the stories of amazing people like shwena allison yola rory townsend visible creed up whoever hopefully you'll see someone that looks like you and you'll be inspired to do some cool stuff on your bike too um so my guest today is shwena islam and i would describe shwena as an enthusiast for life for cycling and for laughter you are correct me if i'm wrong on this a cyclist a lawyer i've yeah. already got speed dial if i ever get in trouble 
a lawyer and a supermodel. I'm putting that out there. Supermodel? <laughs> I'm putting that out there. I'm, I'm on a billboard. What can I say? That makes you a supermodel in my book. I, I, I'm not on any billboards. So thank you so much, Shu, for joining me today. Um, it's brilliant to have you on board. I'm so glad you said yes because I wasn't sure you were going to do it. But enough for me. <laughs> no, but you did it. You did it. You said yes. So I love it. So over to you, please. Like, just give us an intro of who you are. Um, I'm Shahana. Um, what can I say? I love cycling. Um, it's taken me a long time to even embrace the label of I'm a cyclist. It was kind of like, oh, I, I thought of cyclist as being like, I don't know, Chris Froome or I don't know, <laughs> Egan Bernal in the Tour de France, not like someone like me to claim that I'm a cyclist. I just thought I'm like somebody mm. on a bike, right? It's taken me a long time mm. to kind of like claim that label. Um, in my day job, I'm a lawyer. I do financial services. Um, I don't know what else it, there is to say. I think um, in the last six months, perhaps I've been a bit more in the spotlight because I was part of the Rafa campaign. Um, mm-hmm. So they do the Women's 100 and uh, yeah. the 100 is about connecting women across the globe and uh-huh. it's an initiative to get women cycling and perhaps do their first ever 100 kilometres. Um, and I was um, sort of one of the faces of the campaign with Emily Chappell and I guess that's kind of brought me more into the spotlight than ordinarily but yeah. I have been doing road cycling for about two years now. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I love everything that you just said, but you know, I've just forgotten. I've got my drink. I ain't got my Christmas hat. What time is it? It's Christmas, isn't it? I don't have a Christmas hat, mate. That's fine. I've got one. I used to have. I've got one for you. An Alice band with like reindeer ears, and I had like um, uh, what's it called? Uh, A Rudolph nose that used to light up at work. Uh, Ah, I love those things. I love I, well. I said it. I said that you you are an enthusiast for life. I said it. So look, I think a brilliant summary and an introduction for you. And I think we'll build on that and we'll get into it a bit more. Um, what I was going to ask. The light next to me, but the light's not very good in this one. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, you look fine. I mean, I know models. You need to have the right light in the lamp. Like <laughs> so. What I was going to say, Shu, is I really, if you don't mind, help me out because there'll be people that will be popping comments in and just say that if you see anything, a question that comes up, I always love to make it interactive. Like, I know you a bit, but it'd be great for people to get to know you, ask questions. I've got a couple that people sent in earlier, which I'm going to hit you with. But if you see anything, just like, let's make it interactive and jump in. So thanks so much for that. So in terms of your journey in cycling, like, what's your involvement now? You talked about Rafa, but I think you've missed out a few little bits and pieces. Like, what what are you doing with the world of cycling? Like, any connections and things and bits and pieces so that people get the context? You know what I'm saying? Uh, now or from the beginning? You, your show. You take it where you want. Um, I think right now I'm an injured cyclist. Oh, no. <laughs> very many places. Um, Sorry. But I think um at the beginning of my journey i i i cannot emphasize how important it is to join a club like it's not a cult like it's i feel like if you really want to get serious with your cycling like being in the club is the perfect ground like it's the environment that's conducive to you being a better cyclist um and 
so so I think I had an affinity with Rafa way before I um one of my fancy friends um bought me some uh Rafa gifts for one of my birthdays so I didn't really know what what Rafa was um so I started going to the shops and kind of figuring out that they had workshops or they had um evenings for women and stuff like that and I think one thing that somebody mentioned a few weeks ago that they think that Rafa is for when you're an elite cyclist you know when when you know what you're doing and it's not for beginner cyclists yeah. that's a little bit unfair because in 2018 my first ever region mm. slam was with the RCC and okay I, I, I and that's the Rafa cycling club right RCC and I wasn't a member then yeah. and um yeah. Rafa held um sort of beginner laps for people who are 10 to 12 mm-hmm. miles per hour Hardly anyone was in cleats. I don't remember anyone being in cleats. I didn't even know oh, what was brilliant. clockwise and what was anticlockwise. To be fair, I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I, you need to go back to school on that. That's not like basic. That's not cycling. That's amazing stuff, though. It was literally like I think her name's Pow, a lady at, at um, uh, Regent's Park, where she she did inner circle laps and and got you to understand like some of the group rules and how, and how you ride in a group and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there was a guy called Louis and he works for Rafa. He's one of the mechanics and he, he did a workshop. And I said, I don't want to join Rafa. I think they're too fast for me. Um, mm. I, you know, where can I go to start my cycling? And so he um, said that I should go to Hub Velo. So I remember going to Hub Velo in Hackney. I didn't even have to get there. I was just following Google Maps and it took me like through Hackney marshes and stuff. And um, nice. I turning up to this ride and everyone was going off in groups like a b and c and yeah. i didn't know how to keep up from the roundabout that's where the ride begins I, I still couldn't keep up and i didn't know what i didn't know how to change my gears or anything and what and year was, what year was that 2018 two years ago 2018 okay wow wow um, okay and um and gary bless him waited for me like the whole 50k i mean i was ready to go home i was like it's like one of the hottest <laughs> in the year also because yeah. because i wear i wear hijab and i didn't i wasn't very savvy about what to wear on the bike with my hijab so yeah. was really hot i thought it was gonna burn i can imagine i can imagine and every time i wanted to stop he's like no we have to keep going and there was no cafe, cafe stop on this 50k ride i had to come all the way back to the that, shop that, and he did that's not a ride that's not right that's not right yeah, in my opinion. And, and, but it was it was really i really am so grateful because quite often if you get dropped and quite often when people don't wait for you it's really demoralizing yeah oh yeah yeah. i can't do the next ride because no one's going to wait for me um and i think the fact that he waited for me and it basically just became a one-to-one ride myself and gary and so (laughs) (laughs) um like i went back and i thought you know this is great like i can i can do this now right um and then um it was a bit unfortunate that that summer I basically crashed on a descent and broke my arm and kind of quit cycling. Oh my god! Um, oh no! And I think for a good few months I wasn't on the bike at all. And I went to mm-hmm. um, Dubai. So uh, the very first time I got on a road bike was actually in Dubai um, mm-hmm. on the Alcatraz road track. And I loved as it. you do, as you do, as you do. Yeah. Like, don't do it. Don't do it in the UK where everyone's freezing right now. You just go to Dubai. No, no, That's no, not true. No, People, you heard it here. She really said it live. I'm still going to be rocking this bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it's basically car free. It's like the Velo Park, but like 100 kilometers yeah. of Velo Park in the desert. It's really nice. Amazing. Um, I want to go so bad. Yeah, so I did that. And then um, 
I guess I got I was going on holiday to Thailand and on the way I kind of stopped on that track again just to kind of build my confidence and then nice. a, few months, a few months later I um went and bought my own bike so it was like a specialized mm-hmm. dog chase something I can't know what it was called um, yeah. and um Somebody said to me, oh, your bike's a Tiagra group set. I was like, what's, what's Tiagra? <laughs> I literally didn't have a clue. No idea, um, right? Um, no, because I just, I just want to ride my bike. Um, and so I think, And that's what it should be about, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's got a bit bougie now. She's got a little bit bougie. I, I, Come on now, tell the truth. It's interesting because I was having this conversation uh-huh. with one of the guys at Cannondale. And yeah. he said, um, oh, you don't really need um, DI2 or, or ETAP, you know, you just need an Altegra. And I said to him, you know what, Colin, the main engine of the bike is the rider. It doesn't matter what you're riding. That's what I'm talking about. And you don't know how to, how to drive your Lamborghini. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Because I remember mm-hmm. I, um, I did, I, I borrowed a Canyon bike. So that's how I did eventually become um, a Rafa member. I was in the peak district mm-hmm. and I didn't have a bike. So um, it was the most expensive bike ride of my life. I had to spend £135 on membership. And then oh. £20 on bike hire. Yeah. And then I still didn't claim a year's worth of free coffee. <laughs> but <laughs> Bless I, it. I joined, I joined the RCC. And I remember it was a Canyon bike. And it was, I think it was Altegra. And it was really light, shiny, fancy bike. But I felt like I couldn't fully appreciate it because as a beginner those climbs in the hill in the peak district were a bit too much for me and i didn't yeah, have too, like handling yeah. skills for to fully appreciate that bike yeah so how did you get that how did you get that sort of bike 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 ability which is a thing but how did you get riding. that i mean i remember yeah. lots of people telling me that you need to keep riding so a lot of people that i've been riding with oh you need to keep riding what do you mean I get out every yeah. weekend and I'm still not faster and I'm still not better and I still can't keep up. Like, um, But I think it's kind of not putting a timeline to it. I love that. And, and keep, yeah. keep, keep keeping at it. But also, I think if you do put a, a timeline to it, then you should seek out the help like a coach or you'd, you should seek out the help of somebody who can help you set those milestones. So like yeah. Otto helped me like a year ago. I did like a session with him and then he's got like um the women's sessions, which I haven't been able to join. What? Because it's so early. It's like 5.30 in the morning. You've got to be out. <sighs> they on what day? On a weekend? On, on a Wednesday. On a, week, on, on a school Oof. night. Yeah. Oof, that's fierce. Um, and you don't, as I know, you don't sleep really. So that's a difficult one. But I was going to ask you like, I, no, I love I love that idea. I really love that idea. You know, like seeking advice and guidance and help when you want to try and take it to the next level. And I think that's important physically, but also I think mentally as well. And I think sometimes there's a bit of stigma about that, like getting help with your wants because people are like, oh, you must be weak or whatever. But I think really we should apply the same logic. I, I feel like get help with your yeah. bonds the same as you get help with your bonds. body what do you think what do you say i think it's kind of trying to be a little bit realistic as well so there's no yeah. point like going from zero to a hundred like trying to yeah. make things like quite achievable so i know like yeah. people see um loads of my instagram posts and like um maybe i was coming to that of, of, of late i've looked a bit more pro than i pro- probably am i was coming I to that i love it 
the RCC. He's one of the ride leaders. Is on, on Matt Shreve. Yeah, yeah, he's watching right now. He's up here. Yeah, he's up here. Hey, Matt. So, um, Matt and I know each other for quite some time through the RCC, and um, yeah, I remember going to um, the the Secret Santa. So we have the um, Rafa Cycling Club put like a really nice brunch. Um, last mm-hmm. Christmas and everybody gave each other like secret Santa gifts and it was really nice like, yeah. given that I didn't really ride with them much in the year um, and I'd kind of sort of lost my confidence and I didn't really know yeah. what winter cycling was about I went to that and then I remember um, t- talking to Matt and then I said oh my, one of my new year's goals yeah is to be able to hold um, 25 kilometers per hour like that's so out of reach for me right now but that's what i want to do and the thing i love it back then that seemed like a really high number but then being able to do it like on sort of like regent's park on the outer circle was like oh wow i can do it and then being able to go on like longer rides of like you know 100 kilometers and being able to like hold that speed was like yeah, I can do it. But oh my God, in January, when I set this New Year's goal, I felt like I couldn't do it, you know. And but sure. having that support and encouragement from someone like Matt. Having said that, yeah. I spoke to somebody in my club, and I won't mention the name. Yeah. And no, no. He, he's in the A group. So the A group is 30 kilometers per hour plus, and it's a drop ride. So if, you, mm-hmm. if you've been dropped, you've got to find your own way home. Like, no one's going to wait for you. And that's the premise of the A group. <laughs> Right? right, the B group and the C group, you'll never get dropped, but yeah. the A group, you have to hold over 30 kph, so that's like 20 miles per hour. Anything yeah, it's a bit like the 30 out. weekend rides if you like do the top level rides with the 30 weekend folks. Like, I, I, I've heard you've got to be able to stick with it, otherwise, you get dropped. But, like, just to come back a little bit and summarize, like, it sounds like you, you're recommending, recommending that if you want to start out, get with a club, if you want to achieve oh, some goals. I'm the way, oh, going from not knowing to how to change my gears, I'm now the women's champion of my club. I just thought I'd put it out there. Um, okay. And I go to different meetings, you know, like club, club I, no, I don't, I don't. meetings and that. I don't, I don't, I don't, this is why you're here, because I want to share the, from two years ago to now, you know, what you've been doing. And while we're re- while we're thinking about that, I want to say hello to, to Alison, Alison Willis here from Veloci, who I think you know from the Women of Colour group. Um, Lucy Sturgis has joined us and says hello. Uh, Jogon Lin, is that Jogon Lin? Have I said it right? I don't oh know. yeah, Lin. Lin makes my hijabs. I wear her hijabs on oh. rides. Oh, you, okay, cool. Nice to meet you, Khalid. Hey, how you doing? Uh, cakes and mm, shapes. That sounds like something I need to know about. She made you know my about birthday that? cake on my thirtieth birthday cake. It was the best. She's a girl from work. Oh my God, you've, <laughs> you've got peeps here and bleep sixty six Nevin. Amazing. I can't Hi, Nevin. Oh, okay, you not? Oh, no, I have to scroll. Don't count. Yeah. Uh, Nevin said, coaching really I does can't... help improve this. <laughs> coaching really does help improve the cycle skills. I couldn't agree more. So, oh, yeah, um, so and I, Steph's clapping for you. I did a lot of um, skills sessions mm-hmm. um, with Velocity Posse, so they're a women's only club. And that yes. really helped me. Viola's club. Viola. Yeah, so Viola, we've chatted in the past and stuff, and this is my good mate, Ni Tete. He said meetings and that. Handling skills are really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So bike handling skills. 
No. People it's getting really out on the bike. Like handling mm-hmm. the bike, yeah. That's important. But I love the way that I have this. My good friend of mine, Mark, he said this. If you build it, it will come. Like you start from somewhere and it sounds like you set yourself some realistic goals. And then mm. bit by bit, you've done it. And when you said that, it got me because that is the whole thing of this whole thing. The whole thing of the whole thing is that when we see ourselves in other people and people hear your story about two years ago, you went from like zero on the bike to like where you are now, which to me is a bit of a hero. You did that systematically, step by step. And that means if Shuena can do it, I'm saying anybody else can do that. So try. If you see it, you can be it. That's Alison Wood told me that and I've been using that a lot in my side. So that's good. So I want to keep it moving because we've been chatting and you, when we rode before, you know, we never finished any topics. But today, I want to keep it moving. So come with me. That was like five miles of riding, man. In the rain, which is why I say you're an enthusiast for life because Shu and I went on a bike ride when in the lockdown, plus ones only. So I was shoes plus one. And um, it was raining. It was cold. We did some hills in Kent. And this lady never stopped laughing the whole way. I didn't see what was funny about it. I was cold. I was getting hypothermia. But she's laughing the whole way around. She, what, why? why? Why was that funny to you? Is it by suffering or you just are happy just generally? I'm just happy in life, man. Yeah? Yeah. What, what, because I, I, I've got a few things that we're going to ask you. I'm going to come on to Matt's question that he had, but what is it that makes you as you are? Because when I look at your posts and your stories, <laughs> I honestly... Wrong. The only thing better she is at cycling is talking. <laughs> wicked. Draw you out of order. I don't believe it. She's a good listener. No, I do listen, but it's more like 70-30 ratio. As in 70%? What, talking? <laughs> Great person to get on the chat show, isn't it? We're, we're all about the chat, <laughs> I, so it's I, I all good. I need a TV thing. show, man. I need a TV show. I'm telling you, you definitely need to get that. You definitely need to. Because I remember when we went on a bike ride, and um, there's Stephen, I think Stephen Moon from SIS commented that he can't believe <laughs> that I got a word in his because he thinks that you breathe through your ears because you keep talking. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was a bit cheeky myself. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I, I, I wanted to put some emphasis on, and it's a little bit controversial, so I know we've been laughing and joking, but... Go, go for it. Um, yeah, yeah. So you talked about, like, if, if I can do it, anyone can do it, la, 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 la. But there's something I feel quite strongly about is that... Yeah. I don't feel we need role models, and I don't feel we need someone to be a mirror image of ourselves in order to get inspiration. Mm. Um, no I, one could be like you, Shu, though. There can't be a mirror image. That's like, there's only one shoe in the whole <laughs> galaxy. That's the thing. So th- th- let's just get that clear. <laughs> okay, fair. True facts. Um, yeah. yeah, there's probably just one of me. Um, no, so... There, there think, is definitely... <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, it's, it's going to sound a little bit contradictory. I've been thinking about this mm. for quite some time. Especially, like I said... Yeah. Um, I never anticipated getting so many women connect with me across the globe since the Rafa campaign and wanting to cycle or saying they're a hijabi cyclist or what do I wear or whatever. Even like I've had loads of men connect with me and think that I'm some kind of cycling guru, which I found like really bizarre. Like, um, I swear, like, so I, I was in- I'm going to break it down. I don't think they think you're a cycling guru. I think they just want to know about the cake. Sorry? I think they just want to know about the cake. No, 
you like literally like which cleats to buy i'm like i don't know go ask google oh, okay <laughs> no i didn't say but, that I google, but um so anyway it's been quite overwhelming but I, I i guess i have like two takes on it which seems a bit contradictory so mm. in in my cycling capacity i don't think that you need a role model and i'll go on to why i don't think you need one but with my mm-hmm. um what's it called uh my legal career and becoming a lawyer yeah. i very much felt and still feel that i need a role model and i need like a mentor and i need a guide and even though i'm like nearly four years qualified now and i decided i wanted to be a lawyer when i was 17 so wow now, wow 13 years ago i decided i want to be a lawyer and i had like a a girl called Shanaz and she's a lawyer and you know she she was a year above me she wore the hijab she was bangladeshi she was not mirror image but like we had lots in common same kind of eastern right. background um and then she went to cambridge and then she are you bangladeshi as well just to be are you okay cool. why do you think i bring some monsters to bike rides man you didn't bring any on my bike what are you talking about you didn't request them they, they, I, I need to order yeah, oh that's how it works yeah you need okay, to order fine. them next time i'm samosas like i don't know somebody told me like um they didn't know the last they can't remember the last time they had a samosa and like their mom's passed away and stuff and i i'm not gonna go that deep but this next time we get to roll like just provide the samosas yeah, I, I, the way you're talking they sound good yeah i know i i i do think i brought steven samosas like from sis i made them that's at not, six in the that's, morning that's not helping it's not helping me. Notice. Sorry? It's not helping me. You brought Stephen. I'm not Stephen. I'm coming. Next time we chat. All right, next time. I got that. But I distracted you. You were saying something really important. And sorry, I keep messing yeah, around. But, like, but you said about role models. Like, inspired me. And then even after I graduated, like we were in a recession. It was really hard to get a graduate job. And, you know, she'd made it in the city. So she made it believable that I could also go to an international law firm and all the rest of it, right? And then I felt mm-hmm. like when I when I went to um, the law firm that I trained with, like it, they had like 36 offices around the world or something. And I still didn't see anyone that looked like me. And it really bothered yeah. me. It was just like, oh my God, like, I need to see a girl in hijab. And I, I mean, this was like, I don't know, seven years ago. And then right. the I saw in, in the future intakes that there were more girls in hijab and the more girls that look like me or one girl, you know, uh, six months below me, she, um, she was Bangladeshi and we used to talk Bengali in the lifts because we didn't want anyone to know what we were talking about and that kind of thing you know just just a bit of shared heritage and a bit like hey yeah. I get you and even the boys that I made samosas for because they are Bangladeshi and my age and like some of the banter like is different to if I went yeah. on a, a ride with you or people who just speak English you know it, it's, it's yeah. a different feeling and I and I definitely encourage that I'm just saying it's not essential and even no, I like, agree. Even like now, um, where I see, I don't know, a hijabi woman to be the first judge in the family court. I'm like, oh, wow, like that could be me. You know, I, not that I could, I'm going to be a judge, but like I could be at a senior level because I see someone. And I definitely yeah. think it resonates with me in terms of my career. But when I see it in, in cycling, I don't have a role model and I never did. And I think that's probably yeah. why I don't feel like you need one. Because in 2018, when I started... I didn't see anyone that looked like me um no. and you know i turned up to club rides and quite often it was full of men and yeah. um i couldn't change that and um, no. I, 
I don't, I didn't feel like it was essential to my cycling to have somebody in a headscarf that looked like me or that I could talk about my issues like oh what do I wear to cover myself so I'm not boiling in the heat or whatever I just felt like there wasn't anybody but that didn't stop me and I guess the message that I'm trying to convey is that it shouldn't stop anybody else and Mm -hmm. I find it quite problematic when somebody um who actually most of you will know so I won't mention the name um he's um like a an ambassador sponsored athlete type person and he messaged me because i put up rafa's festive 500 advert and he goes did you notice there were no black people or people of color in the advert i said you what yeah i had to go watch the advert again because i didn't even notice because for me i just see cyclists i don't see black white pink purple orange i just see another cyclist and yeah i think for some people maybe they do feel it's essential to see someone like me on the road to feel that they that cycling's more accessible but i feel mm. like if you focus more on the cycling than what you look like then your passion and your joy will come from the cycling it won't come from <clears throat> i look like black person in the advert or hijabi girl in the advert no it should just yeah, be about the cycling. Really, and, it's a um, great perspective it's a and really I great perspective on it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even see my identity, like, even on my Instagram. Maybe that's what I project. But I don't see my, my identity as, like, oh, a hijabi cyclist. I just see myself as a cyclist, plus a lawyer, plus crazy girl who does other things. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, yeah. I don't really see the identity. <laughs> and I think it's really important to instill in people that even if they don't see anyone that they look like, they should find their passion. And it might not be cycling. So through my connections, a lot of the stuff that Lynn does, because Lynn makes hijabs for girls who are active. Right. I see a girl called Zainab and she does um, uh, rugby. I see a um, girl in hijab who does golf. I see a girl mm-hmm. in hijab do swimming, whatever sport. Um, you know, I, I have a girl in, um, uh, I think it's Kuwait or Qatar, I'm not sure, somewhere in the Middle East. Um, and she does um, triathlete. She's a hijabi triathlete. Right. Yeah. You, I feel like it, just find the thing that you like. It doesn't matter what you wear. Yeah. I feel like mixing your I... identity with it confuses things. Obviously, there's pragmatic issues. So, like, if you ask <clears> me, like, how I cover myself in the summer, that's a very legitimate point. But feeling, and I see a lot of women, um, some influences in particular, where they feel like they're hard done by because runner's world hasn't included them or I don't know, such and such advert hasn't included them. And perhaps Rafa have included only white cyclists in the Festive 500. Doesn't mean they're trying to say only white cyclists can do the Festive 500. It just means cyclists can do the Festive 500. And if I didn't even bother noticing it, I don't feel like those things need to be amplified. I feel like Mm. Mo Farah, I think of him as a runner. I don't think of him as a black runner or... I like that. You know? So can I just... I just want to explore that with you a little bit. And I think it's brilliant because this... I think the beauty of the world is that we have different points of view and different perspectives um, and a different lens in which we look at it. And I love that. I love that. And it's fantastic what you said. And I think if it works for you, it's phenomenal. Um, but it, I suppose it's interesting because... From a professional perspective, you had that. So I just, I, you know, I guess I could explore a bit more and I will just a touch. And then I've got so many questions for you, so many. But just a touch, like 
what is the difference between the work and the cycling thing? Like, I, I hear what you're saying and I, I process it and wonder, is it that you've got such a great club and you have like Gary who just took you on the, and you just got to be who you were in a secure environment. So you don't have to think about the kind of thing. But, but because of, I think there's a kind of like juxtaposition of at work, it's quite nice to have but on the bike. You don't need it. So like, what, why is there a difference there? I think perhaps um, in our careers, we, and I say we just like in, in being in a very traditional profession, that law is very linear and um, yeah. you sort of see yourself um, signed up to it for like, you know, 10, 20 years and you kind of think, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to be a junior senior lawyer, then I'm going to be a partner or I'm going to be, you know, on a board somewhere or whatever. And mm. so I think because it's my livelihood and that's how I make my money, I kind of feel more compelled that, oh, whatever uh, promotions that I have or opportunities that I have, I really work hard to, to get those. Yeah. And I think because yeah. I've got a lot of recognition. So I think I mentioned to you when we were riding that I was in the Financial Times as a future leader and on a, you know, yes. finance power list and all these things because I work really hard at work to get people of colour at like, the top end of jobs and not at like sort of the the more junior jobs right i feel like why why can't we have the more senior jobs but i think because cycling is my passion and it's something that i do because i enjoy it that i feel less mm. of i need someone that looks like me i'm like but i do it because i enjoy it you know i wake up at mm. stupid hours like six in the morning to put my light yeah. on and it's freezing yeah. and i'm out the door yeah. because I but enjoy you don't it. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and I would say that you, you wake up but with the help of other people phoning you to because with the help of other people to wake you up like send you a message or give me a call in, to be honest not always right not always All right, whatever, not whatever. Um, so I think um, I think I've just been a bit fortunate in that because yeah. my job had lots of middle class people who were privileged who um, you know went have have, have have ski chalets and and music lessons and private school mm. and you know money coming out their ears um yeah. because i'm so surrounded by that i guess like white middle class middle-aged men in cycling didn't really put me off because i've already seen them oh. i've already seen them in my career life and I yeah yeah, that yeah. Way i feel for those people um for the muslim girl who probably hasn't had that opportunity to mix with people yeah. to then say i'm going to go to a club and and meet people like gary i can't relate to gary i'm not going to go on a ride <laughs> <with> gary. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean so i, I think yeah, yeah. element of like my own personal experience and life experience of um of course yeah and i think that's probably why a lot of like Muslim men have felt quite intimidated by me as well. Not intimidated mm. by me, she's better than us, but like, why does she want to come on a ride with us? But that's because when I went to law school, I was the only Muslim girl that was sponsored. And there was yeah. um, like 10, yeah, about 10 Muslim boys on my in my class. And um, I didn't really have like a lot of female friends. So I used to just hang out with the boys. And we used to go to the gym with the boys. I used to go play squash with the boys. And they used to go to the library with the boys. And we used to go to the prayer room. We used to go dinner together. And I felt really completely comfortable. I mean, it ended up that I was one of the lads, but I just felt really, really comfortable. So then if I do going, so then on uh, New Year's Day this year, I went on a on a bob yeah. ride. 
it was like 10 or 12. Brothers, brothers on bikes, right? Brothers That's the brothers on bikes. Bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you well done. And, bro- brothers on bikes. I, I know a little bit about them, but what, brothers on bikes, because not everyone's going to know. Like, what are, who, are, who are they? What, what's um, they're a male Muslim club um, that have like a national and to some degree, I guess, international network. And have you got to be Muslim to be in it? Can I like because I'm not? No, no, no. Can I do Because I'm a brother. Yeah, you do, you've got to be a brother in it. You can't be a sister on a bike. Oh. Although I have, I have gay crash rides. You just said you went on a ride with them, though. Yeah, I know, but they didn't expect me. I just turned up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Shoot. So look, I'm, I'm just going to say time t- time taken. Instagram's going to cut us off for about an hour. If you're good, you let me know, and I'm going to move on to... Because Matt Shreve asked the question earlier. I put some questions out and said, who's got questions for Shreve? So you let me know. If you're ready, I can, I can ask you Matt's question and a few other questions. But can we take a 30-second break? Can we take a 30-second break? I need to just run and grab my iPad charger because it's running out. Just, like, literally... Did I not tell you to charge the thing? I told you to charge... I did. Hiya, Uncle... Uh, Uncle, Uncle Roger is not happy. But I can switch to my iPhone. No, just keep, just charge, charge, charge the, charge the thing. Wait, wait, it's all good. I'll wait. And I'll talk to myself. This is, this is about the time where people can ask me questions, like, Santa, anyone? Matt Shriver said, ha ha, banger of a question. I can't wait to say that. 14 cycling today. I think 14 cycling today, we spoke before, you're in Bristol, am I right? Please remind me of your name. Steph is saying so interesting. Welcome, Steph. How are you doing? Happy birthday. It was Steph's birthday on Tuesday. If you didn't know, happy birthday to Steph. I don't know how old she's going to ask these questions. Um, talk on Lynn saying, that's it, nail on the head. Tarek, photo by Tarek, my man. So recently I put a story out and a post, um, bear me shoot. I put a photo, sorry, can't get my words out. I put a story out which was just talking about why I love cycling and what Ride for Unity was about. If you didn't see it, um, it is on the, um, it's one of the posts. And Photo by Tarek is part of the brother, Oh Brother Creative Group. And he and his brother Hacks were the guys behind it. So Oh Brother Creative, if you want videos, like the video that I showed recently, there are people get it there. But yes, are you back with me, lady? Yeah. Right, Scott Four P has said organization is one of your strong points. I think he's mocking you. D- don't retaliate. Don't mock him. Don't retaliate. Who's this chap? Scott Four P is my is my buddy. I think he's talking about the lack of charging things. But fear not. Let's move on. I Can would, I ask you Matt's question? Like um thirty seconds of sleep, worrying about that. Fibs, supermodels don't worry about that stuff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, let me hear you. So, Matt Shree wanted to know what is your favorite UK garage track. I don't know how he knows you like UK garage. Do you even like UK it? Garage? What? 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 Yeah. You know, please tell me you've heard of UK garage music. I don't listen to UK garage. <sighs> Sweet Lord, Uncle Roger is really not happy here. Hi. Yeah. Okay. I can't what, let's change that. He didn't ask it. He sent it in. I asked for people to send questions in earlier. Oh, okay. But don't worry, if you, if you haven't got UK Garage, what, let's just switch it up. What's your favourite favorite track? Uncle Roger is well not happy right now, but it's all good. Who's Uncle Roger's me? I can't even see my face anymore. I don't know what I've pressed. Oh. <laughs> Shit, um, we can see you. 
What's your What's your favorite song at the moment that's playing on looping your head? Come on, Linsus. Charlotte Hammer Flowers. Uh, the, no, because I don't know how halal it is, man. Um, the song. The song. <laughs> Go on. I don't need, I need the Haram police chasing me. Um, I really like um, the Make Me Better song that I gave you. Yes. I felt yes. like uh, it's, it's not real, yeah. but it's like it should have been playing on my head because I feel. Um, the vibes in it. Yeah, I love that. And that's the song that we did the poster to, the mm. Neo, and fabulous. So if you haven't heard it, click on the thing and you can find it, which is good. Mm. The next song I've got, next story I've got, the question I've got, get my words out, is <clears throat> I'm bored of flapjacks. This is sent in, so you won't find it. Can you still hear me, Shu? Yeah. Can you still hear me, Shu? You got to stop multitasking because it's making the thing go jiggly. It says, um, "Board of flatjacks. Do you have any Bangladeshi sweets you'd recommend whilst riding?" And this this question came from Mohammed, aka Hammer. I don't know the story why it's called Hammer. From Africa, if you know Africa, they make the lovely caps. I mean, it's called Handish. I've not. Yeah. I've only taken it on a ride once. On. Mm-hmm. like the day after Eid. Um, mm-hmm. My mum doesn't make it often and I don't really know how to make it and I don't trust myself and my mum doesn't trust me. Um, but it's basically like this little ball with um, date syrup and like rice flour Ooh. and um, it's like deep fried. Oof, I mean, I mean, yeah. is it hot? Is it, do you, can you eat it hot or is it cold? Ideally, you want it hot. So, um, the day after Eid, I made yeah. them like literally six in the morning and I put them in foil. So when I gave them to my friends, they were still hot. I don't know if my friends appreciated it, but yeah. Just the same. I didn't get, what's it called? Handish. <laughs> you didn't get any I didn't get, I didn't get a handish. I didn't get samosa. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. It's so good. Um, you, what was that? No, no, Bora. It's like um, it's like a yellow, savory pastry. It's a Bengali thing. Okay, okay, fine. I'll be after that. I'll be at Handesh samosas and the Nunabara thing. Um, look. So back to the bike. Oh, before I say that, Mr. Jessup, that's one of our boys. We used to work together years ago. And Jessup, welcome, Daisy Tron three thousand. Hello, mm-hmm. I am Paramit. Do you know I am Paramit or Daisy Tron? I don't know where I'm looking. At the bottom, just listen to me. Don't don't look. I tell you. Mm. <laughs> Do you I know like Daisy Tron? Oh, Iron Paramit is from India. He said, or she says, "Hey, you from India?" He's saying hi from India. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> back to the bike. Back to the bike. When you ride the bike, you seem to have a lot of fun. Like I talked about when we went on our ride back in November. Like you were laughing the whole way, even though it was freezing, and I didn't put my overshoes on because I was trying to be too cool. Like I thought, yeah, yeah. And I got people. I got absolutely soaked. I was. She wanted to stop and get ice cream. I was like, lady, if we stop here, I'm actually going to die. I'm going to freeze. I'm done. So you were laughing the whole way around. I want to know, and this is something I ask everybody that comes on. So hopefully you thought about this. What is it about cycling that you love? One thing, 
just like a 30-second thing, not one, it could be 30 seconds or something. What do you, what do you say? I think it just um, gives me that freedom, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> when I... Um, when I felt quite trapped with work and life, um, I had shitloads of money to just like spend on flights and I was just traveling the world and escaping on an aeroplane. And I felt like in the last two years, I've hardly gone on holiday at all because I'm like escaping to the English countryside and I go and I kind of like dump my problems there and I can come home and feel like energized again. And not only do I get to see beautiful things in nature, but I also get to Mm. meet lots of different people. And I think Mm -hmm. the social interaction, especially during the pandemic, has, like, really been important for me. Um, So I get to meet, like, lots of different people. But then I think even if I didn't have those people and I didn't have Strava and I didn't have an Instagram account and I didn't have any sort of, like, accountability of my riding, would I still ride? Absolutely. I would happily... So since I've been injured, I've been running a lot. But it's very much mm-hmm. stats and like, oh my God, like how much faster have I gotten on this kilometer? Like I need to get faster. Mm-hmm. But with my cycling, it's not. Even if my Wahoo dies or my phone dies, I will still ride. Even if I don't have any music, I will still ride. Like I can't explain the sense of like purpose and sense of joy that I get from riding because it's very experiential. I love, I love it. I share that. I share that feeling. And like I said, if you haven't seen it, I did a video recently that I put out there and I think I said like the same thing you said, like freedom, like joy, all the troubles. Uh, so I'm on it. I, what you said, I agree. Um, Bleep 66 is Nevin. She said liberation feeling. Couldn't agree more. I am Pararamit. I don't know what your actual name is, but I am Pararamit. Thank you. He said he has a Cannondale, which I think is what you write, right? I have two Cannondales. Two, yeah? One of your five selves. I have... A Cannondale hybrid bike, and I ride every alternate day. So question is, will it help me drop my weight? I think he's asking the professional. I'm not professional, so what, what are you saying? Shoot, like, will that help him drop his weight? Um, I, every I, I think it depends how much you're riding and what you're eating. Um, I didn't <clears throat> do it intentionally, but in Ramadan, mm-hmm. which was about May, me and my two brothers, mm-hmm. we decided to do a little weigh-in. It wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. So we did our little weigh-in, and I was like 54 kilos. And then okay. I, weighed, I weighed myself maybe last week and I was like 50.85. So I've lost about three kilos wow. in less than six months. Without okay, even so oh, and I, eat, I eat everything. I might be petite, but I bloody eat everything. I know this. I can attest to this because we were doing that when we did our ride back in November. I was ready to go and get home because I just told you I was going to get hypothermia. You saw a coffee shop, you're like, can we get some coffee? And then the cake came with that as well. So I can attest, she likes to eat food. Um, thank you. So hopefully that helps you. I am Aramit. Um, the next question I had for you was really um, your cycling friendship group. You know, when you talked about what you like about cycling, you talked about you know, the friends and stuff. Your cycling friendship group, to me, like seems bigger than Jay-Z's network. Like, you know, no, no, for real. It, it, so, so from your perspective, how inclusive has cycling been to you? Like, because to me, it seems like you know everybody. Like anybody I happen to bump into, they seem to know who you are. And maybe that's a supermodel thing with the you know supermodel thing. That I say she's a supermodel. I say, again. Um, but it could be other reasons. <laughs> so, 
Tell me, like, how inclusive have you found the sport of cycling? Um, I think we can split that question in two ways. So okay. are you asking in terms of how I look and diversity or are you talking about ability? Because I think that's where you see there's a difference between um, cycling ability and being included in things and mm-hmm. and and how I look like. So in terms of how I look like, no. Mm, really. I don't know if I was, I don't think I was going down that route. I think I was more like, you seem to have a lot of cycling friends mm. or friends that like to ride bikes. So yeah. th- was that easy but to I, come across? Then? I think it's like, it, that, that's what I mean. My, yeah. my personality. So like yeah. even, even when I was at my law firm, people were like, why are you always having coffees with partners? I, like, I just asked them for a coffee in there. Or, um, Say, for example, uh, like, you know, some of the YouTubers that Kira, for example, she, you know, Ginger Biscuit, was chatting to her. And then she's like, oh, yeah, do you want to do you, do you want to stay over at my house? Literally, yeah. I just got on the train and it's like Kofi, he told me, like, you know, do you want to do you want to stay over at my house in our spare room and then we'll go to Kent? I'm like, yeah, why not? So I've got a very why not attitude. Um, okay. And so that's why I've ended up, at, you know, in the Peak District or, you know, in Cambridge or wherever. <laughs> and people have just yeah. given me this spare room because I said, yeah, I'll bring my bike. Can we go for a oh, bike? Oh, brilliant. Um, brilliant. Think, so, so maybe you think say yes more to stuff? Yeah, and you being so? Yeah, I think it's just the nature of me being a yes person and, and quite proactive. And also I feel like because I take a lot of interest in people and their lives, I'd like to think so. Um mm. So um, if I take an interest in that person's child or their circumstance or, you know, their situation, as in I actually care about them as a person, not just as someone who wants a bike, I think um, uh, people appreciate if you actually want to befriend them, not kind of as like Google for cycling. 110. I love that, shoot. I love that. And we could go into this more, but separate to our ride, I want us to finish topics and we move on because last time we didn't finish any of the stuff that we started talking about. But basically, Shuena needs her own show, people. If you know someone that does TV shows, <laughs> get Shuena on show. So the question that I had for you next was really, I'm, I'm mindful of the time for my clock here, so I've got probably eight minutes, seven minutes left with you, um, which is a shame, but we'll do it again. We can do it again. Um, your mantra for life, do you have a motto, like a thing like, that guides you or a way of being. I'm always interested to try and get into the head of people. So is there anything like that for you? If not, we move on. No problem. It sounds like a silly one. Um, it's less about motivation and it's more about resilience. Um, and I think, um, again, sort of being injured and like having so many knocks off the bike and knocks in life. Um <clears throat> I really like um, something I read in Stephen Covey's book that says, this too shall pass. Mm. You've had a bad day, you've had a bad ride, you've had a shit injury, whatever, like, this too shall pass. Like, it's, Mm. do you know what I mean? Tomorrow will be a better day or this little three months is not going to last forever. This pandemic is not going to last forever. Nothing lasts forever. No, I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to add to that because that is the that is the thing that is needed right at this minute. Like, thank you, thank you. Um, cool. 
Like, I'm going to jog on to like 2020, actually. And, and what you said just now, I guess, is this who shall pass. So looking at this year, and I can't believe that we're where we are, like a week and a half, two weeks to the end of the year. What have been your thoughts and your feelings about 2020 as a year? Like, how would you summarize 2020 for you? And I guess when I'm asking that, I'm thinking about like things that you've taken away from this year, like good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Like, just just understanding a bit of that with you, really. Um, I think in terms of cycling, it's kind of been one of the best years of my life. Serious? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, like, you know, I turned 30 this year, so a lot of yeah, I remember. 30, um, and trying to make the most out of a year, like, I know this is going to sound really petty, but having to do a picnic in the park for my 30th with my friends instead of, like, going to somewhere nice and bougie because of a pandemic, like, that's not You said it, I didn't say it. I didn't say yeah, bougie did, this time, you said it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it at all, but I think... Um, yeah just being able to ride and go to new places um be able to like spend time with my friends through cycling um do like doing even doing the rafa campaign was like incredible and like being able to connect yeah. with so many people around the world um and then like becoming a canada ambassador like 2020 didn't give me my dream man but i certainly got my dream bike yeah um and so and, 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 you know, just working with a lot of the other brands and stuff like that, it's just kind of yeah. given me a new perspective on life. And even though yeah. I crashed twice this year, um, mm. equally I've done some of my longest rides. You know, I've, I've mm. never done a century in Mars before, but I did two centuries this year. And um, um, I've gotten a bit more active on Zwift and stuff like that. You know, like in terms of cycling, I, I think I've had a great year. That's fantastic. Well, I mean, credit to you and well done on that. And I'm I'm glad that you've been able to take some joy out of out of that because um yeah, it's been a challenge for a lot of us and I, I won't I'm not even gonna pretend. Like today is the last chat. Not because I'm, you know, tired or anything, but I think it's it's good to sort of just disconnect a bit and take stock of what a year it's been and how we've all adapted and made the most of it. And the resilience you talked about earlier, I love that. Like this too shall pass. Um, which is brilliant. So thank you so much for that, um, Shirena. So um, dangerous, dangerous topic, but I kind of want to end on plans for 2021. And I say it's dangerous mm. because right about now, planning is hazardous. It's a hazardous activity. You say in a month's time, I'm going to do this. No, you won't. So if you could do something in 2021, what would that be? Like, have you got some ideas of what you'd like to achieve in 2020? Um, in terms of my riding, I felt like COVID took away riding to Paris. That was supposed to be one of my big rides. And also it was mm -hmm. in memory of my dad who passed away last year. So I, remember, yeah, I, 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 I did a lot of fundraising for that and um, put a lot of time and energy into sort of like getting people to believe in me, to sponsor me, um, it, it was supposed to be the week of my 30th birthday, didn't happen. Then it was supposed to be in September and then it got cancelled again because of COVID restrictions. And so um, I'm hoping like there'll be an opportunity to do that. Um, I think um, I feel like I've, I've invested a lot of time and energy into my cycling this year that I kind of want to do a bit more intentional next year. 
So I feel yeah. like I've spread myself a little bit thinly in that yeah. I kept saying, oh, yeah, I don't have a, have, a, have a love life or a social life. I don't see my friends. I don't see anybody. So all my spare time goes to either my cycling or supporting other young girls, you know, Muslim girls who want help, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like um, going back to the chap who said I need to be more organised, I want to be a bit more intentional about who I help and how I help and what impact mm. I make. Even if I help one person in a month, is surely that's better than me helping several people and then it's like interfering with the rest of my life. I feel like I just yeah, yeah. want to be a bit more planned with how I and planned, yeah. No, I like that. I think that's a, a lot of good takeaways there. And look, I wish you all the best with it. I've done this before where I don't keep an eye on the time and then Instagram cuts you off and it's like, oh man. And this being the last one until the 8th of January, um, I just kind of want to wrap it up and actually just put it over to you just to say, is there anything that we haven't talked about? And I, I literally give you 30 seconds, T minus 30 seconds, anything that is coming up for you that you want to share with people before I draw us to a close and say Happy New Year. Merry New Year. Merry New Year to everyone. Um, going back to role models, I really think you should measure yourself against yourself. So if you want to compete mm-hmm. with someone, think of um, where was I in January to where I am now? Like, have I improved? Blah, blah, blah. This is the first year because I didn't pay for Strava. That Strava didn't show me a year in sport. I don't really know what I've done. I know I've done about 5,000 plus kilometers, but beyond that, I don't want my stats. Um, yeah. And so I think, mm, do I really want to pay for it to know some stats or do I actually want to tell myself these are the goals that I set? Because I have like a cycling journal, like it's a really cute bike journal um, yeah. that I, I wrote down. I want to achieve this, this and this. And I've managed to tick them off. So what have I achieved Brilliant. from January to now? Like what, you know, do it for yourself. Don't do it because um, you've seen some instagram or youtube person do it or i don't know someone else that you aspire to be like like i think just yeah trying to be the best version of yourself i know that sounds really cheesy but no no shoot i think it's it's brilliant and i think it's a perfect note my clock is ticking a perfect note to end on because um you know of all the challenges we've got this year it's it's enough not to try and be someone else just be you and be the better you and so i just want to say like a massive thanks to you for saying yes and agreeing to do this and properly looking forward to what comes next next year. And everybody, if you like what you've heard, keep following us, find us on Facebook. We've got a Strava club as well. You can do that. Um, Spoon Customs, Andy Cars over here. That's our next guest for 2021. It's been a blast. Keep an eye out because there's some secret Santa stuff coming up soon. Shoot. Have a great evening and we'll chat real soon. And I need all of those foods that you talked about that you promised that you're going to make. <laughs> you know what I mean? you got yeah? a Lamborghini there. You've got a Lamborghini. I'm just asking now. You asked me to request. Yes, I'm you requesting got now. you got to do your homework and start, learn some Bengali banter. All right, all right. You message me and I'll learn it. And Yomi, um, Spud Bulletives, welcome. Saiti and Hannah, thank you all. Um, Bleep 1966, sorry, Nevin, thank you. Everyone, have a great Christmas. You will hear from me very soon. I've got some stuff to share with you. But enjoy the downtime with your loved ones. And um, Shu's giving us some great advice. Really great advice, Shu. Thank you so much. Um, Have a good evening, everybody. Thanks so much, Shu.